Right now it's time for Art is Real, as always, joined by Andrea Bell. Morena to you. Morena. And today we are lucky enough to be joined by the Dunedin Public Art Gallery uh, Cutorial Intern, James Hope. Morena to you, James. Morena. How are we both today? Good. Pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, in a bit of shock from yesterday's 27 degrees and now we've got yeah. this. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Come to expect that here that's in Dunedin. You do, and that's why I always say we have such wonderful, gloomy art in this town. Gloomy <laughs> art, gloomy architecture, gloomy music. It's all gloom and doom uh, because this. And it's great because we're going to talk about some architecture today. Um, <laughs> now we're going to. You've got a new exhibition, James, called Compression Members. Um, it's a look. Okay, I guess it's a bit of a look at the last major architectural project of um, a mysterious Italian who slipped into town, changed its face, or well, I would say forever, <laughs> but not really, uh, and then slipped Barely. and then slipped out again, never to return. Who was this mysterious man? Ah, uh, yes, that's true. Uh, yeah, his name was Luigi Baldini, and he arrived in 1875 aboard a ship called the Wild Deer. And um, with his two sons, and he anglicised his name to Louis. And uh, shortly after that, he began designing um, a lot of significant architecture in the city hmm. for about 13 years. And then um, uh, he just left, yeah. he left and went to Melbourne, uh, settled in the small town, just about 130 kilometres outside of Melbourne and then um, yeah lived out the rest of his days there. And so what, uh, what are some of the buildings the um, designed in Dunedin? Well the ones that are still standing yeah. um, are the Royal Albert Hotel which is now the Bog on George Street <laughs> and the Southern Cross Hotel where mm-hmm. the by the casino mm-hmm. um, that was known as the Grand Hotel when he designed it and there's another one I can't remember the name right now. It's pretty nondescript. It's uh, in South Dunedin. It's another hotel. But uh, he also designed the first synagogue, uh, which used to stand on Moray Place. It's beautiful. Beautiful yeah, building. Yeah, It mm. looked uh, really magnificent. There, magnificent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's now a car park. Yeah, of course. With the gym on the top. <laughs> um, and... The one that I'm looking at in the show, the AMP building, which stood on the corner of Dowling and High Streets. And now is Rogers House, isn't it? Is that what it's called? Uh, like it's na- yeah, it was is now called Rogers House. Yeah. It's now a um, sort building. of 60s uh, concrete cube building. Mm. 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 What's housed in there now? Um, got oh, Radio New Zealand. Um, the Citizens of Ice Bureau. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, a few yeah. other things, yeah. That one, that one. Um, interestingly, at the time, um, you know, we were all English and Scottish architectures. You had Lawson, and, and that's the only one I know. Uh, <laughs> 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 but he's the most famous. Yeah. You know, First yeah. Church and all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, this, this lone, lone continental European architect um, that was doing something different. To, to what we were getting from, from the boring old Scots and Englishmen. Yeah, um, that was his point of difference. Uh, that's what people admired about the buildings he designed, that they were so continental and designed in the sort of Italian Renaissance revival style that really, yeah, set him apart from um, that sort of Gothic and 
mm. I don't know, English baronial whatever mm. architecture <laughs> that was going on at the time. Yeah. Now, why are we why why are we looking at him or the and this building and in this particular? Building. Well, um, <clears throat> so when I was thinking about my internship show, which is like the major outcome of my internship here. Um, I was looking through the collection management system and looking through all the different artworks and I came across this photograph of these dusty, dirty columns that seemed looked to be sitting in a corner, um, neglected, and I was like, oh, that's weird, um, <laughs> because they're not artworks, uh, they're not like decorative furniture or anything like that. And uh, so I uh, looked into it, uh, realized that it was it was a trip. Those columns were attributed to Luigi Baldini, and upon further ins uh, investigation, I realized they come off the old AMP building, mm. which was denied, um, <coughs> demolished in uh, nineteen sixty-nine. So uh, I thought they might be ripe for a uh, a an exhibition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. Yes. Some of the other people would have looked at them and thought, "Oh, what is that? Why yeah. are they there? Why are they up to?" <laughs> so, what can um, people expect to see in the exhibition? They can see the columns. Yeah. Um, there's 13 in the exhibition. And they're all polished and shiny now. Uh, they look really beautiful. But alongside them uh, is new work that have that has been commissioned, especially for the exhibition, by Auckland artist Amy Yankovic. And those are a set of concrete composite panels that she designed that sort of respond to uh, the columns mm -hmm. in terms of dimension, colour. Mm -hmm. uh, and things like that, yeah. So they're sort of sitting together in the space. Um, I'm, I'm going to say in conversation. Yeah, but sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about Amy Ankovic's practice in general? She often works with kind of responding to architectural sites, is that correct? Or with building kind of materials? Yeah. And also what kind of, um, uh, how did you end up working with her and what did this process look like? Okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah, she does work with uh, architectural um, architectural details and works with materials associated with architecture, uh, jib, stone, um, yeah, all types of building materials. Mm -hmm. um, and she does make site-specific installations, so she does respond to the um, the gallery that she's making work in. And... So um, I thought she was like the perfect person to bring down because of the way that she looks at architectural surface and detail. Um, and we have worked together in the past. Mm -hmm. um, in 2015, uh, a couple of friends and I ran a small artist-run space called Man Friday, and it was just a little shed. Uh, at the back of uh, an actual artist-run space called North Projects, run by three other friends, and we brought her down to show in this shed. And that was in Christchurch? That was in yeah. Christchurch, yeah. yeah. And she made these sort of freestanding uh, 
works that were made out of shaped jib and then sort of painted uh, interior colors that you might find I don't know in a, a sort of 90s interior mm -hmm. uh, decoration mm -hmm. catalog so yeah it was quite a juxtaposition between the gin the dingy old shed and then the sort of like fresh uh, clean jib freestanding things yeah 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 cool actually I think it's interesting coming from Christchurch do you think there's likely to be more contemporary art that's made in response to our architectural heritage you know thinking about all those buildings that have been lost through the earthquakes and yeah perhaps, perhaps? Um, probably not at the present moment mm. maybe in 30 or 40 years time mm. when yeah. people really come to terms with yeah. what's been lost yeah but uh, yeah I guess for now I mean people up in Christchurch contemporary artists say oh they try to avoid making earthquake art yeah. but then it sort of comes <laughs> out uh, <laughs> later on or yeah. unconsciously yeah and how did you come up with the title compression members uh, that's it's simply uh, an architectural uh, no sorry an engineering term uh -huh. for a something that bears weight so mm. a column or ah, a, yeah. a pillar vertical weight yeah. not horizontal yeah and um, it's also I guess it references at the the space where in the gallery where um, these certain elements are sort of compressed within space and time yeah 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 perfect <laughs> so we've got yeah the the new building the old building and the different elements uh, that Amy's work is referencing off those buildings and the columns themselves so yeah. I guess it's a space where uh, both buildings existed at the same time yeah where in real life uh, one building replaced the other mm -hmm. um now, they keep these columns, the art gallery, um, to be used at the old art gallery at Logan Park uh, for a courtyard project that never happened. Um, so how how happy are they that they're finally being used? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how much awareness there was of the columns, I guess. Um, it's forgotten over time. Yeah, I mean, I was working with Jade, the collection... Um, the collections assistant and when they moved from Logan Park he was told just to stick them in the corner yeah, like, yeah. no one's gonna ever use them <laughs> so uh, yeah I think I don't know people were maybe ambivalent yeah <laughs> about uh, me bringing up the columns um, but yeah I I think it was worthwhile. Oh yeah, and <laughs> I think they'd be start like finally like these things that have been sitting there. We've got no mm, idea what they're going. We're just going to be in a corner forever <laughs> and ever and ever till yeah. the yeah. time. And then they finally sh seen the light of day. I assume they're marble. They're granite. They're granite. Yeah, oh. uh, red granite. Um, I think there's speculation uh, that they were um, quarried in Peterhead. Uh, that's near Aberdeen, so they were brought over from Scotland. Wow. Wow. Um, now, another thing I was interested in is the fact that his brother, Giovanni, mm. who's an artist, have we got any of his work there at the DPAG? No, no. But he was, a, he was part of this group of Italian painters called Macchioli, and they were sort of like the Italian um, Impressionists. Yeah. 
and he was super famous. Uh, he's painted like society portraits over in New York. He had exhibitions in Paris. He was friends with um, the other famous impressionists. So, <clears throat> yeah, like it's funny to think about his fame compared to Baldini, mm. who's just largely unknown mm, mm. and on the other side of the world. And it was it was uh, Louis that really like funded Giovanni's. Um, life at uh, first helped him get through to a point where yeah yeah I think he helped him out a lot yeah 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 so this is great you know it would be really nice if maybe the DPAG got one of his works because there's that connection there Mm. between Mm, mm. between Dunedin I guess in a way yeah and I think little is known as to why Luigi or Louis um, came to New Zealand in the first place or came to Australia as well like why he left Italy no um yeah, the the blog that you read by mm. um, David Murray, um, he speculates that it might have been um, the political situation in Italy or mm. um, for health reasons. They thought that the climate might have helped his condition because he suffered from kidney troubles yes. mm. uh, throughout course, his life. One of the things was go to this place and mm. the air is clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clean green. Yeah, but he was also um, quite political and uh, and was in some, some battles and, and mm. whatnot. Um, I can't remember the stuff now that I read but <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah I can't remember either <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah good on us you mentioned David Murray who's an archivist at the Hocken and um, I couldn't resist giving a shout out to the Hocken because in, in your exhibition there is some archival content as well yes um, so can you tell us a little bit about that component of the show yeah um, I used a couple of images that are from the Hocken archives mm-hmm. uh, one's from Uh, a newspaper special that was from 1970 when the new building opened Mm. and it's just Nad from Downer who were the main contractors that built the building and it was just just saying oh another another good contract completed on time (laughs) good on us and uh, the other one is a floor plan for the original building Uh, I think it comes from uh, one of the three times that the interior was renovated Mm-hmm. And there's a, two other images. One's an elevation of the new building, and the other one's uh, a really nice photo by um, Frost from um, I'm not sure when it's when it was taken, uh, sometime in the late 1800s. But it's um, of the building itself, and you can really see the columns clearly on mm-hmm. the top floor. Yeah, I think we haven't actually brought up why the building was demolished in the first place it's because it was no longer fit for purpose yeah um i guess so uh, it was yeah like i said it was renovated three times um and around that time uh the 60s uh, mm. people were sort of getting rid of these old buildings yeah, mm. looking to modernize looking, yeah. yeah looking to modernize uh, yeah. new telecommunications things i mean they make a big deal uh in the sp- in the a newspaper article about um, how all the cables are hidden and you can't mm. see all these sort of service yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the AMP Society had just outgrown the old building and they needed a new one. Yeah. The AMP. I'm a little bit angry with them at the moment, but we won't go on to that right now. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, they're getting out of life insurance, and I think they're just cancelling everyone's policies, which is great. Um, yeah, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, f- fantastic. So uh, when is it open now, or you're yeah. opening soon? Yep, um, it opened just this weekend past, yeah. and it runs through to uh, the 27th of January next year. And so what next for you? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I've got about a month left here. Mm. Uh, there's a big uh, China show opening on the 8th of December. It's taking up the whole floor, first floor of the DPAG. And um, I'll be going back up to Christchurch, barring other opportunities that arise. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Nice. Oh, I'm looking forward to that China one. Um, and I'm looking forward to going and seeing this as well. Um, compression members uh, at the DPAG go and check it out, but if, uh, or to put the history, it's got all the things you want, it's art, it's history, uh, it's those two things, um, so go check it out. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, James and Andrea, thank you so much for coming in. Now, I think